Hey friends, it's Eric here. Thanks for listening to the Building Us podcast. Hey, I want to invite you to follow me on my new show, Stuff About Money They Didn't Teach You in School, where I take a deeper dive into money and financial topics. You can find it wherever you listen to your podcast, Stuff About Money They Didn't Teach You in School. I hope to see you there. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Matt Morris, and each week on the Building Us podcast, my co-host and certified financial planner, Mr. Eric Garcia, ends the show by encouraging you to invest in your relationships. But Eric, we wonder every week, how do we do this? How do we do this complicated sounding thing? It's actually really simple. And this series, the simple series, provides you with simple, everyday, practical, tactical strategies for investing in your emotional and relational bank account. We believe that these strategies are guaranteed deposits. This is the simple series. This is Building Us. And to all of you listening out there, uh, we do post these episodes also on social media. We would love to hear your simple ideas for investing in your relationships and making deposits in your accounts. So uh, connect with us on social media. Uh, We'd love to hear your ideas. Eric, you want to say anything about that? Yeah, we'd love for you to follow us. It's really quite simple to follow us. Whatever your favorite podcast listening app is, I'm sure there's a little button there that says subscribe or something. Download to your phone, to your device. We'd love to... um, We'd love to hear from you, like Matt said. So Matt, what are we talking about today? It is kind of a controversial topic today. Okay. The simple idea is somewhat controversial. Your mom probably told you not to do it. Okay. Um, That could be a number of things. Yeah, like a bunch of things just ran through my mind. Like The simple idea is go ahead and talk to strangers. Talk to strangers. Talk to strangers. Talk. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Strike we up a conversation talk. with the guy or the gal or the person next to you and see what's going on in their world. <laughs> so like stranger, define stranger. I mean, this might sound so rudimentary, but like define stranger for me. Yeah, it's not It's not uh, clear cut always. Um, it could be somebody you've never seen before, like that person that happens to sit next to you on the airplane, that's a stranger or the Mm. person sitting next to you on the bus or train, depending on your transportation preferences. So a person that you've never come encounter with, that's a stranger, but it, it often is just also somebody you don't know. You don't really know their name. You don't really know much about their life, uh, but you may see them. So you may see them at the store or in your neighborhood Mm -hmm. or at the gym. Um, Or maybe it's somebody that, you'd like to get to know, but you don't really know. Uh, you, you and I are professionals. We attend professional conferences. Sometimes we, we'd like to know that person, but we don't really know them. They're a stranger to us. So there's different, you know, it's different. It's not clear cut, different categories of strangers. So like I was in Charlotte once um, on a conference and I had to catch an early flight out. It's like at five in the morning, call Uber and uh, a guy picks me up and he's got a Carolina Panthers hat on. And I walk into the car and I've got a Saints hat on. So Panther, yeah. Saints, same division, kind of kind of rivals. R- rivals, and, yeah. Yeah, we kind of we kind of went back and forth a little bit. Um, 
I thought he was going to kick me out of his car. But then we found commonality in our um, yes. dislike for the Falcons yeah. and the rest of the, yeah. the rest of the, I mean, the whole, the whole conversation was, was, it was fun. Um, yeah. But um, let's find someone that, we can jointly uh, dislike. Yeah. yeah. We can join that's a stranger. So Uber, I mean, Uber is a great way to talk to strangers. That, that's probably, you know, for most of us in the last few years, that's been a, a primary foray into the world of talking to strangers is talking to Uber drivers. And these are strangers who are picking you up in their own car, giving you a ride. I mean, this is something that 10 years ago, we probably would have thought would have been scary or dangerous. We do it all the time now. And, and you know, I've, I've been the other person. I have offered rides to, to people, to strangers. I, I sometimes will see someone walking in a part of town that I think, hmm, if I could just give them a ride, it'd probably be safer. Or it's raining outside and they're walking in the rain without an umbrella. And I think, ugh. Let me just offer them a ride. So I have for years, for years, offered strangers rides and it kind of freaks my family out. It kind of freaks my friends out. I don't do it unless I'm like, unless I'm alone. I prefer, you know, if it, it's just me, but offer somebody a ride. And many times they take me up on it. I drive them down the street, drop them off. It's no big deal. It's a way so you're, you're not, you're not suggesting, you're not suggesting the simple thing is to give a stranger a ride. You're just talking about talking to a stranger. I'm talking about the simple thing to invest in your own relationships and your own emotional bank account is to talk to strangers. As an example of that, I have offered strangers rides and it's okay. been okay. So before like, Uber for me, came out, I was like a, a, a free, a free Uber, Uber. kind of like a vigilante. Yeah. Like the vigilante, vigilante Uber. ride of yeah. ride sharing. So I, was like, me, talking talking about, I was talking to my students about this one time and they were like, Dr. Dr. Morris, don't do that. That is so dangerous. And then uh, one of the students who was particularly freaked out by the idea um, came back a few weeks later and told me a story in which she gave a stranger a ride. She was at a, a library in in uh, in Jefferson Parish. I can't remember exactly a library, and noticed that there was a woman there with some small children, and it was pouring rain outside, and the, the it was obvious that the woman had like a stroller and and was had been walked to the library and. And the, you know, the woman looked very different than this particular student. And the student was talking about that typically she would have been kind of afraid to do this, but she went ahead and offered the mom and her small kids a ride and she drove them around the block and it was fine. And, and she felt better and they felt better and everybody was so appreciative of the experience. So, so there's probably some discernment. Yeah. There's probably some discernment that your student did like, let me kind of size up the situation. I'm putting myself at risk. Mom, couple kids, stroller. It's probably going to be okay. And and is is my example scaring you or something, creeping you out a no. little bit? No, 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 yeah. no, not not me. Like talking to someone I don't know is not scary for me. But I, I riding in know, the car. I imagine there's I mean, a lot of people do, listening. We, we've done this in taxis forever. Uh, you know, yeah. now Uber. We do it all the time. Yeah, but you don't have to give someone a ride to talk to a stranger. Like the cash we're register. Yes, yes. We're or talking the, about the, two different things. Talking to strangers and giving people a ride. Two different things. But it's like I want people. Yeah. I want people to do this simple thing. So like giving someone a ride is kind of scary. I mean, That's talking to, talking to someone you don't know is kind of scary for some people. Yeah. So there are we we tell our kids not to talk to strangers, which Why becomes con, which becomes confusing for kids then because strangers come up to them and they go, Hey, how's it going? 
hi, little kid. And then the parent goes, tell him hi. And the kid look at, looks at the parent and is like, wait, last week you were telling me not to talk to strangers. Now you're saying be polite and say hi. I don't, you know, it's confusing for kids. So we, this prohibition of talking to strangers is probably needs, probably not great, needs some refinement around talking to strangers. But as then we grow up and continue to have some reticence of talking to people we don't know. But, you know, everybody is, before we know them, they're unknown. They're a stranger. At some point, we didn't, you and I didn't know each other. We were strangers from each other. We have to talk to strangers eventually to get to know people. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, maybe, maybe that's kind of where we find ourselves as a society is that like people are strangers that we don't talk enough to people that we don't know. And we have all these assumptions about them. We don't understand them. And, you know, we don't realize that uh, maybe at at, at the core, there's probably a lot more commonality. They're less strange than we think they are. Yeah. Yeah. I have been, I mean, this is just my own anecdotal experience, but I have been talking to strangers for decades and can't remember a bad experience with that. I've, I've, you know, had a couple of questionable experiences or a couple that I've learned from, but by, you know, all in all, they've been life enhancing experiences talking to strangers. So talking to people at a store, talking to people in your neighborhood while you're waiting in line together, mm-hmm. you know, at jury duty, any place where you're kind of sitting next to a stranger, you can strike up a conversation. Um, it happens on the plane. That's kind of like a socially acceptable place to talk to strangers. But we're, we're, we encounter people that we don't know all the time. And it's okay to just strike up a conversation at times. We're in Disney World standing in like the never ending line. Yeah. And I got all kinds of like awesome tips from this guy in front of me who he was like a middle aged man there by himself but like he was like a disney freak disney fanatic and i got like all kind of like inside scoop it was great yeah yeah today i was at i was at the gym today and there were some people there that i didn't know and you know one of our other simple tactics is to compliment people i went up to this person and gave them a compliment for for this move this complex move that they were doing and he just started talking to me and he shared a tip with me that is really helpful that I didn't know about. And I wouldn't have known about it had I not followed your instructions about compliment people. <laughs> well, some great pull-ups, man. Yeah. So compliment is an easy way to start a conversation. You know, my kids think I know everybody, which is kind of funny. Like, how do you know them? Like, I don't know. I just met them. I don't know them. Um, yeah. But I was at a conference and I guess conferences are, again, socially acceptable place to talk to people that you don't know. It's a safe place yeah. to, to go strike a it's conversation. It's a ga- gathering of like-minded people. Right. But we were on a, um, it was like they had this, one of the companies sponsored this, it was in, uh, we were in San Diego. They sponsored this cruise out on the, out, I guess on the, on the city line. And um, after, after the cruise, it kind of docked and I really did, I, I regretted going. I, I wanted to go hang out with some some less strange people that I knew like, Oh, they're going to this restaurant. I want to go with them. But I did the cruise. And then after, um, I had some cigars with me, we're kind of sitting around a fire. And then one of the guys on the cruise was walking by and he kind of stopped and just started, he knew some of the people around. I gave him a cigar. He, he hung out with us and like, he's become a, a great friend. It turns out he's like this, this super successful business individual who, who has poured into me. And I kind of look at him and, and 
try to emulate some of the things that he's doing. It was all because, you know, it's like, Hey, come join us. Here's a cigar. Talk to us. Yeah. yeah I've had the similar experiences of, of traveling, being somewhere unfamiliar, knowing nobody and striking up a conversation that leads to something really interesting and, and helpful and beneficial and useful. Um, and sometimes leads to an actual relationship where they, they, they move from stranger to acquaintance or from acquaintance to friend. Um, so that happens. Uh, my, you said your kids think that, you know, everybody, um, my, some of the people around me think that I, I know a lot of people too, and that, or that I can just talk to anybody. It's not always easy. And I recognize that as a male, you know, sometimes I have to watch what I say. I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. I don't want to strike up a conversation that feels like I'm like hitting on somebody or something like that. I just, I, so I start with something just really friendly. Um, often a, a compliment or um, uh, an observation of, of something that we're experiencing together. Like, man, it sure is hot in here, isn't it? Or, whoo, you, you know, you can you can use all kinds of things to start up conversations. But I, I want to, I was trying to think about some of the most meaningful conversations I've ever had with a stranger. And one that comes to mind, I was probably 19 or 20 years old. And I was uh, at this event where I was sitting next to a guy who I didn't know and just started talking. We just started chatting. And turns out he was a physician, and um, which was interesting to me at the time. I was interested in medicine. He also was Palestinian. And I had never met a Palestinian in person. And he talked about growing up in Palestine, which I didn't know anything about. I've never been there, never been to that. I've been to the Middle East, but never that part of the world or that part of the Middle East. And he talked about um, some of his family's experiences of living on the land and then losing their their land. Um, and it, it was just things I had never heard of, was never exposed to. And so one of the one of the real life enhancing aspects of talking to strangers is that our little world, our little way of seeing things can get gently challenged and or expanded. Mm. And that is a, a deposit in my relational bank account. I don't know him. We didn't stay connected. We left that conversation and, didn't connect further, but he helped me understand something from a different perspective that I would never had known had we not just struck up a conversation. I just pulled this up online. It says, strangers anchor us in the world and give us a sense of being plugged into something larger. They also enhance and enrich our lives and offer us opportunities for novel experiences and information that is beyond the purview of our inner circles. And that's kind of what you just expressed there right you learned something that you didn't know yeah what's what's that from is that from that a new york times article about talking talking to strangers yeah Mm -hmm. so in the last year 2020 during COVID, when we when so many people were isolated there was a lot of interesting studies that came out about these these non the missing relationships but not just missing family and friendships missing these everyday acquaintance relationships, missing seeing the barista or missing like passing the same people on the sidewalk as you walk to work or, uh, you know, 
missing just seeing like parents at your kid's school that you don't really know, but you, you recognize their face or all of those acquaintances that are strangers, but their acquaintances really do add a lot of, of like security to our life. We know where we fit in. We know mm-hmm. we're part of a community. We know we have like a, what our, our home includes more than me. My world includes more than me. And that really does give us a sense of being anchored as that uh, statement yeah. said, but also just well-being. I'm part of a larger group and that that's really important also. Yeah, I like that. I know sometimes people get are comfortable kind of just staying in their own, right? I just want to be surrounded by my by my own, but I think that there's like you said there's something bigger, right? We're in this world of yeah. of of strange things and they're strange because we don't know them and we don't understand them and once we do, we realize that hey, it's not as strange. It's it's my life is better because I talked to this person because I I you know, I took a risk and maybe sometimes it's more risky than other times, but I put myself out. Right, the guy next to me on the plane might be might be like, "Dude, I don't want to talk. Like, why why are you so happy? I don't want to talk to you." But like, if you put yourself out there. There's a little bit of vulnerability with yeah. um with with talking to someone that you don't know. And I think that when you make yourself vulnerable, sometimes the reward is worth it. Yeah, it can be a very meaningful connection. It could be a really good friendship, such as you. It could be. Uh, a potential spouse, uh, such as my wife, she was a stranger at some point. Um, but it, it also is, and I think this is the part that I'm really focused on today. It also is in talking to strangers, we're recognizing the value of all of those faces that we see every day. We're recognizing how that those people are, are valuable, have a story to tell, have a life to live and have a, you know, contribute to our life in ways that we're not aware of. And we contribute to their life and that together we knit together this larger community that really is home. And so in some ways, talk, talking to strangers is just talking to people that are already part of your world. You just, you just don't know their name yet. So the simple thing really is talk to strangers. It's so simple. It's not easy. It's simple, but it is a great way to make that deposit into your emotional bank account. It's simple. Dr. Matt Morris maintains an active private practice for couples and families in the greater New Orleans area. To learn more about his work, visit drmattmorris.com. Eric Garcia can be found online at plan-wisely.com. His branch office is located in New Orleans, Louisiana. The branch phone number is 504-218-5479. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through New Century Financial Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance services offered through Garcia Financial Group, LLC. Entities listed are not affiliated. 